Good morning, everyone. Welcome to, uh, I don't know, it's, it's a Wednesday show. I'm going to have to shop a couple names. I'm not really sure what uh, what we're going to do here. Uh, my name is Evan. I'm one of your co-hosts of the Post20 podcast uh, that Matt and I do. So <clears throat> as you will have seen on the on the feed, if you're a habitual listener, Matt's doing an episode on Monday. I'm going to be doing a little like sub-episode on Wednesdays. And then we're obviously going to have our uh, weekly show on Fridays, which should be about an hour long, as it has been the past couple weeks. Now, for this first one, you're going to have to give me a little bit of time to get my tempo right. Um, it's been a while since I've done a solo type thing. A long while, actually. Um, the objective of my show, as well as uh, Matt's, I think, will primarily be focused on our picks during the week. Um, Gambling-wise, since we both enjoy doing that. Um, <laughs> Matt's been kind of betting to pay rent or bills recently because of, you know, being out of work because the COVID bullshit that he's had to deal with. Uh, but thankfully it seems like he tested negative and, you know, the rest of the people around him tested negative. So that's a good thing for sure. Um, but, uh, back to what I was saying before, the, the objective of this show will certainly be to focus on, um, the lines of of the week, uh, depending on what season it is pretty soon. We'll be starting basketball. So it'll definitely switch over into that, but I'd like to go over the NFL betting lines each week. I'm huge on the NFL. I play a lot of fantasy. I like to bet on the NFL, even though the past couple of weeks have been absolutely rough for me. Um, and we don't talk about it as much on the show because Matt and I are both, you know, really into soccer and we, we both watch that so much. Uh, so we go over that during the week. Uh, on that podcast, on the big podcast, which is fine. Uh, I enjoy doing that, and I think it's it's um, easier to have a full conversation about that. Um, so as a habitual NFL watcher, habitual NFL gambler, uh, habitual fantasy player, I would like to start this week going off with uh, the lines for week 13, I think this is. Um the Ravens and the Steelers play today, obviously, and 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 for for the sake of consistency, let me just say that I'm going to be using FanDuel Sportsbooks lines. Uh, they are a registered book in New Jersey. Obviously, I don't condone gambling if you are not in a state that has it legalized and regulated. It's a dangerous game. Um, I really don't condone gambling at all unless you have the money to lose. Uh, if you're trying to 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 win money that you know you need to pay bills. Work harder. Uh, I don't suggest gambling if you don't have the money to uh, invest in something so foolish and childish, really. Um, that being said, now that I give you my warning, let's get into the lines. Uh, the Ravens take on the Steelers today at 3.40 p.m. on a fucking Wednesday, which is quite strange. I don't think I've seen a Wednesday night football game or Wednesday football game in quite some time. Uh, not that I ever remember, actually. And the Steelers are 10.5 point favorites. Now, that's a massive line. It's not a line that I would be comfortable betting on. I think that the Ravens certainly have a chance to cover. Um, I do think the, the Steelers win, but I do not think they cover. Uh, that being said, uh, the reason behind it um, is the fact that Lamar is not playing. Lamar Jackson tested positive for COVID 
I think over the weekend, maybe Saturday or Sunday. So he hasn't had a negative test yet. Uh, still having it means that they will have no choice but to play RG3. Uh, now RG3 does play in the Wildcat often uh, with with Ingram and um, Lamar on the on the field. But I don't feel confident enough in his throwing ability or his ability to stay healthy. So for that reason, I'm going to have to say since Lamar is out, the Pittsburgh Steelers do take this one. The next game uh, on Sunday, the first 1 p.m. game, is the Bengals versus the Dolphins. The Dolphins are 11.5-point favorites as of this moment. That is an absolutely ridiculous line. Obviously, the Bengals are without Joe Burrow uh, after he sustained that horrendous injury uh, two weeks ago now. But I think that line is massive. I think the Bengals could certainly cover, especially after last week. I don't think the Dolphins looked that amazing with Fitzpatrick. Uh, I'm a Fitzpatrick guy, but I, I don't think they looked that good. It's a trap game. I'd stay away from it if you're thinking about betting on it, uh, unless you want to tease the line down and throw it into a, a big legger. Um, you know, 11.5 is massive. I think uh, the Dolphins win, but the Bengals cover. The next game is the Tennessee Titans versus the Cleveland Browns. The Titans are minus six. I think after riding high over last week's win over the Colts, absolutely hammering them, they covered the spread. Derrick Henry went for three touchdowns and rushed for, I think, over 200 yards in that game. So I would would happily be placing my money on the Tennessee Titans to cover a six-point spread. Uh, pardon me, taking a break in between these. I'm trying to get my tempo right. The next game is the Detroit Lions versus the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears are a three-point favorite. I think that's a really generous line for the Lions. The Lions fucking suck. They are really, really bad. Stafford doesn't look very good. Obviously, he's been missing Kenny Galladay the past few weeks. Uh, DeAndre Swift was injured last week for the Thanksgiving game. They got their asses beat. They really, really got fucking hammered. Um, that that being said, I, I just don't think that the Lions can beat the Bears. The Bears are obviously very mortal. Uh, they won a lot of games at the beginning of the season, but they've they've certainly fallen off. Uh, there seems to be a bit of a quarterback issue between Trubisky and Foles. I just don't feel confident in the Lions. I, I don't like to bet on them. Uh, one of my good friends loves to bet on the Lions, and he loses a lot of money every week betting on them. So uh, I'm going to have to go with the Bears. I think they cover three-point spread. I would, I'd probably take them at the half and uh, at the end of the game because the Lions are just so fucking bad. I don't know if Galladay will be back. I don't know if uh, DeAndre Swift will be back this week or if they'll be forced to go with AP and uh, throw the ball to Marvin Jones again. Uh, we'll have to see. But regardless, I think the Bears have this one locked up. Oh, that's not to mention the fact that they will be using an interim head coach and they just fired their GM. Because the GM and Matt Patricia, their their ex-head coach, got fired uh, after the Thanksgiving game. <clears throat> Next game is the Colts and the Texans. I think the Colts bounce back this week and cover. The spread is 3.5 in favor of the Colts. I really don't think uh, the Texans can get three in a row here. They do have two in a row. They, they beat uh, the Pats on Thanksgiving. I think, and another team before that, I'm forgetting. 
Um, Sean Watson looks good, but Will Fuller is now out after testing positive for PEDs. He's out for the rest of the season. I think that's a six-week suspension, something like that. Um, and he will be a free agent next year. So I don't think he'll probably play another down in Houston. He'll be headed somewhere else. Um, and as we know with these PED suspensions, it can be something that lingers. So I'm, I'm not really sure what that means for Houston. Of course, they still have Brandon Cooks to throw the ball to, uh, and he's been great this season. But I don't see the Texans winning this week. I think they fall back down to earth. I think there's, there's definitely some turmoil there. Uh, Colts, three-and-a-half-point favorites. I think they cover that easily. Jags versus the Vikings. This is a complete disaster game that I wouldn't bet on uh, if I had a gun to my head. The Vikings are 10-point favorites right now, which is a massive line. Like I said earlier, I don't ever feel comfortable betting on a line like that. Uh, the Jags didn't look that horrible last week, in my opinion. Um, there's just no way that the Vikings cover 10, though. I don't suggest betting on them, but I would say that the Jags probably cover a 10-point spread. <sighs> Las Vegas Raiders versus the New York Jets is the next game. And I would just like to say that the Las Vegas Raiders fucked me in five to six different parlays last week. I was certain that after they played the Chiefs tight, that they would beat the shit out of the fucking Falcons who have been struggling, and they did not. They did not beat the shit out of them. In fact, it was a massive struggle. There was like 10 turnovers. I just sat there in awe watching a complete collapse. And in good conscience, I cannot tell you, really, that the Raiders will cover 7.5, which is the spread. But everything in my body is telling me that they bounce back this week, that they're not going to let the Jets beat them. Uh, I don't even think they're going to let the Jets get close. I think 7.5 is big. I'd be more comfortable if I teased it down to six and a half. If you're going to do that, I'd say, okay, go for it. I think they win by a touchdown. Um, seven and a half is generous, but I'm still going to say that they that the, the Raiders win in cover. Next game is the Saints versus the Falcons. Uh, this one could be a mess. Saints are only a three-point favorite. I think that they do win this game. Um, I just don't like the Falcons. I, I don't think they're very good. Uh, Gurley was out last week. I don't know if he'll be back this week. I think he's he's like really injured. It's a knee problem. Um, so Saints minus three. Breeze is out still. Obviously, still have uh, still have Taysom Hill in at QB. There was a lot of running last week. Uh, Kamara didn't get a lot of touches. I know, and people in fantasy leagues were not happy about that. But uh, I think that the Saints win and cover minus three. And then we have the Rams and the Cardinals. Now, this game could be interesting. The Cards are a three-point dog, and I think they win this week. I think um, I think the Cards certainly cover. I think they have a good chance of winning. I don't think the Rams are as good as everybody says they are. I, I will be honest. Um, you obviously saw them lose to the Niners last week, and the Niners now finally have you know their star players back. Uh, Raheem Mostert is back, and Debo is back as well. So th they're going to finally start to catch a little bit of fire, the Niners. And I think that, that the Cards certainly can give the Rams a run for their money. Um, that's definitely a dog that I would like to uh, I would like to pick. I think the Cards cover. 
Next game, we have the New York Giants versus the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks are a 10-point favorite after only winning by a touchdown uh, versus, unfortunately, my Philadelphia Eagles. I think 10's a really big spread. Uh, I don't know if Danny Jones will be back this week. Good old Danny Dimes. I think if he's not back, that it could be a real fucking uh, mess of a ball game because Colt McCoy is their backup, and I have no faith in Colt McCoy. I advise everyone to take away or st- stay away from this line, really. Uh, maybe if it comes down a little bit in the next couple of days, I would I would hop on if it's you know Seahawks minus six and a half. Uh, but unless that odd that unless those that line gets adjusted, I'd probably stay away from it. Um, that being said, I, I think Seattle win. Uh, I'm not sure if they cover. I, I think it's just, I think Seattle kind of eke out a win there, honestly. New England Patriots versus the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers are a one-point dog. Um, I'm a, a, a Justin Herbert fan. I think he's very, very good. I think Keenan Allen is very good. I think Mike Williams is very good when he's healthy. Obviously, they have Austin Eckler as their running back. Um, And they got the Bosa kid on the line. So, (laughs) I don't know why the Patriots continue to be favorites. They have won a couple of games that they're favorited in. Obviously, they won last week, uh, even though they were, you know, no, they were a favorite last week, I think. They were a favorite over the cards. Um, the cards fucked that for themselves. That, that was no, that was no winning strategy by the, by the Pats that won them that game. Um, chargers plus one, I think it's good value. Honestly, um, the, the, the money line odds are super tight too. So I think this is one of those games that Vegas is kind of just going to have to take a hit on. I think the Pats could win. I think the chargers could win. Um, but I, th- I think they cover plus one and I think they win. The uh, Chargers, that is. We have the Eagles versus the Packers, which is a... It's a matchup, I will say. Uh, Last year, the Eagles beat the Packers in... I think that game was at home. I'm almost certain that that game was at the link. Um, The Packers are an 8.5-point favorite, though. The Eagles are much worse than they were last year. Uh, And that's not really... That's kind of saying a lot, because they weren't very good last year either. Uh, I think that the Packers beat the shit out of the Eagles, to be honest with you. I think they cover eight and a half. That's a big line for sure, but they they definitely are going to win by a touchdown and a field goal. I mean, you saw how how well that the uh, Packers played against the Bears last week. I just don't think that there's any possible way that the Eagles win this game, and I really don't even think that there's a chance that they cover eight and a half. The, the Eagles are just so bad. Uh, they had, you know, they had a good defensive game against the Seahawks, but Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson are just so shit. I mean, the play calling is so bad, and I feel bad for Wentz to a degree, but he's also just not producing. Um, if he wants to win, then I think he would take more control over the team and, you know, start to maybe think for himself a little bit. But he just seems to be following in Doug Peterson's horrific fucking play calling. They are not getting any better anytime soon. Uh, we're not giving Hurts the ball at all whatsoever to, you know, get his feet into the water. They'll put him in for one play in the fucking second quarter, and then you won't see him again until garbage time for maybe one more play. They're not giving him a series to test things out. They're not, you know, they're, they're not even playing Travis Fulgham, who's, you know, a, a new up-and-coming receiver. 
Um, they just they just keep fucking putting in you know the old heads, and they're stale. They're not doing anything. So I'm gonna ride the Packers this week. I, I think that they win. Uh, they're they're heavy on the money line. They're minus four twenty. If you're gonna if you're gonna bet on them, honestly, I would just throw the fucking eight and a half point spread in because I I think that the Packers win and cover. The next game, Kansas City Chiefs versus the Denver Broncos. The Chiefs are a 14-point favorite, which is fair. Um, Don't bet on this game. I think the Chiefs obviously win, um, but 14 points is crazy. Tease it down to a touchdown as a lock because they're going to win. It's a lock that they cover seven and a, uh, uh, six and a half, but 14 is really big. I would just stay away from it if I were you. Um. It's just so much. Uh, they played amazing last week. I don't know if any of you saw Tyreek Hill go for three and fucking 200-plus receiving yards. Uh, I'm a Tyreek fantasy manager, so I benefited from that. I won. I took third place this uh, this week, which was lovely. And I think that the Chiefs definitely dismantled the Broncos. Um, a lot of their guys, the Broncos guys, didn't get to play last week of the whole COVID thing, which I'm going to discuss at the end of the lines. I want to talk about that to, to round us off because we're coming up on 20 minutes. Um, to, to reiterate, I think the Chiefs win. And if I have a gun to my head, I guess they probably cover 14. There's, But tease it down if you can. Okay. Uh, in the second to last game of the week, we have the Washington football team versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, the Steelers are not going to have a ton of rest. They're going to have five days rest. Um, this is a sneaky game, I think, for the for the football team. They've been playing very good, or very well, rather. Sorry. Um, Antonio Gibson is absolutely unbelievable. And he scored three touchdowns on Thanksgiving. I bet on him. I won a lot of money on him, thankfully. I think that the Washington football team cover the nine and a half point spread. The Steelers are minus 480. This is a sneaky game. And I know that that Vegas have this set up so that they get a bunch of money on on the Washington football team. And then they just, you know, they they clean us out because the Steelers are a better team. That being said, I just think that the odds are too good. They're plus 370 on the money line. Plus nine and a half is the, you know, they're, they're nine and a half point dogs rather um, I think they cover that, man. I think that's a generous, generous line. This game could absolutely be a three, you know, a, a field goal game. Um, so, so hammer, hammer the Washington football team plus nine and a half, baby. Take it, throw it into an underdog parlay. If that's what you're going to do. Final game, Buffalo Bills versus the San Francisco 49ers. Now this game, I promise you will be amazing. I'm so excited to watch this game. I, I cannot fucking wait. Um, I've kind of been like a, a quiet Bills fan this year because the Eagles are so bad. I've I've been rooting for the Bills because I really like Josh Allen and I really like Stephon Diggs. I think they're both fantastic players. Um, young, obviously Josh Allen. I think he's really really good. I wish the Eagles had Josh Allen. Man, he's he's like he's just so good. He's so amazing. I'm I'm in awe every time I watch him. Uh, the Bills are a two and a half point favorite this week. I think that they do beat the Niners. The Niners, you know, I, I said earlier that they were going to bounce back, uh, but I didn't realize that they were playing the Bills this week. Uh, it'll be a tight game. It'll definitely be three-ish points uh, separating the two teams. 
I think the Bills cover the two and a half point spread uh, and win. So that is the end of the lines this week. Um, I wanted to quick chat about uh, the COVID situation within the NFL. Um, Last week, obviously, the Steelers were supposed to play the Ravens on Thanksgiving night. That did not happen. That game got pushed to Sunday. And then that Sunday game got pushed to Tuesday. And then the Tuesday game got pushed to Wednesday. So today's Wednesday, and obviously they're about to kick off in about three hours. Very excited for Wednesday football. Um, But I'm not excited about the way that the NFL handled this. It's a serious problem because you see some teams get this leeway. Uh, The Ravens don't have to play, right? They got their game pushed three times. But the Broncos had to activate a wide receiver to play as their quarterback. They got destroyed by the Saints. And Kendall Hinton, you know, this guy, this young kid, had to play wide receiver or had to play QB um, for the Broncos. You know, Locke and their other two backup QBs were in close contact with somebody that had COVID. I don't know. Excuse me, if they were infected or if they were just in contact with somebody who who tested positive, but it's a problem nonetheless. You can't play. That's part of the NFL's protocol. But I don't understand why the Broncos are forced to play and activate a wide receiver as their QB, a young wide receiver as their QB. To be honest, it's kind of dangerous. Um, I don't understand why they're forced to do that while the... Ravens get the benefit of having their game pushed three times. Now, what I've gathered tells me that games get pushed if it's a massive outbreak that can't be traced to one specific culprit. However, if if a team has an outbreak because of negligence, which is what happened with the Broncos, I, I will say, you know, there was a, a non-masked QB practice or whatever the fuck. If there is a, a definite culprit that is rooted in negligence, then they don't get the benefit of the doubt from the NFL. Now, I don't think that's fair, unfortunately. I just don't think that it's consistent, whether it be whether it be negligence or whether it just be a freak thing. I don't think that the NFL should have say in postponing whatever game they like. It's just not fair because now the Steelers are playing a game. The Steelers and the Ravens are playing a game five days apart. Or actually, I think the Ravens have a bye this week. It's upcoming week. Yes, they do. Okay, so the Ravens... Oh, no, they... Yeah. The Ravens don't have to play in five days, but the Steelers have to play in five days against the Washington football team who just may beat them if they're not enough if they're not rested enough. And it's just not fair. I mean, I, I understand that that there was negligence and that, you know, that's obviously not something you want to promote and maybe you wanna, you know, even punish it a little bit, but punish them with fucking fines, man. Don't punish them by making them play on short rest. Um or I just don't understand. I don't understand the fact that that the NFL is kind of just handling this as they go, and there was no definite protocols put out for everyone to read. I, I would think it would have been nicer for you know 
for the NFL to explain everything in detail, whether it be on Twitter or to the to the outlets or whatever, you know? It's just, it's a mess, man. And, and now we have a game on fucking Wednesday and the Steelers got to play on short rest against a good team. I just don't think it's fair to them. Um, I have no love for the Steelers. Uh, uh, there's, there's nothing special about them to me. Um, but it's a real problem. And I just am not happy with the way that the NFL has handled this week. Uh, obviously, there's been post-post ga- or, ugh, sorry, postponed games uh, a couple times this season. But this is the first week where I find that it's been an actual problem. Um, but but that's really all I, I wanted to say. Um, hopefully that was clear enough. This has been uh, the NFL line recap upcoming. Uh, I hope that you guys enjoyed this. And obviously I'll start to get a little bit better uh, at this. I think uh, the goal here is to do lines probably until the end of the NFL season. Um, and then I kind of want to turn it into a thing where I just where I bring guests on and maybe we do pick them versus uh, on the week. So we'll have to see. I mean, I, I also want to have a couple other guests on to talk about other stuff besides sports. So really, you know, this is just a, a thing where Matt and I have our own separate little platform uh, to talk about whatever we want. We don't talk about the NFL a, a ton um, during the pod because it's Premier League season and we like to talk about that together. So this is a good place to do that. And um, it's also a good place for us to have separate guests on if we want to, you know, uh, to discuss different types of things. So I'm working on uh, some things. Obviously, you saw that we upgraded our branding. Um, I think we're we're thinking about trying to get onto Twitch as well. Uh, to stream our shows live, it'll actually be pretty easy for us to do so. Um, we're looking to get some overlays and things like that. Uh, so, you know, that's obviously more money Matt and I have to put back into the show, um, which we're happy to do. And I think we're both really enjoying ourselves, which I keep saying every week. Um, but I appreciate all of you guys for your support. Uh, things will be changing a little bit here uh, just for a while, you know, while we transition into this new era of post 20 season two, if you will. Uh, so thank you guys all for sticking with us and thanks for listening. Um, I hope you guys have a good week. Um, good luck with your picks this week. Uh, if you're betting or if you're a fantasy player, or whatever the fuck you do in life, um, take care of yourselves. We will, uh, we'll see you Friday and, uh, be well, everyone stay safe. Take care.